Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox, your Monday through Friday rants, raves, and reviews talk radio show with the top stories in news, politics, and pop culture. Join your host, entrepreneur Scott Fullerton, and co-host, actor and writer Craig Hurley, right here at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Live, or subscribe and download on your favorite podcast distributors, including Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple and Google Podcasts. You're also invited to call in and share whatever is on your mind at 347-989-0126 during the live shows. So here we go. Stand up on our soapbox and let's start talking. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Monday, October 21st. 2019 we're here for another great week of talk radio talking about all the day's subjects and of the current happenings in news politics and pop culture i'm your host scott fullerton in just a couple moments i'll be joined by my co-host actor and writer mr craig hurley we got all sorts of stuff to talk about today if you want to join us in the conversation or have a topic of your own to discuss please give us a call 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. We'll be taking calls for the next hour. Let's go ahead and jump up on my soapbox and start talking. Craig Hurley, how the heck are you? Good, sir. How are you? I am good. I'm having uh, little technical difficulties today with computers, but that's okay. It's all going on. Well, it's just you sure about that. I have, I have my computer. You know, remember I, was, remember I was getting the blue screen of death forever. On my yeah. Computer? Well, it's starting to take that over again. to Best Buy. I did. Oh. I did last week, but they said right. it's, I have a bad memory thing, and in order for it to be free, they got to send in the warning sign without my computer for two weeks. So we have, and that was last Thursday. Sounds like your computer's been smoking way too much weed. If it's got a bad memory. It's been doing something, I'm telling you. But like, so it's been gone. Dude, you might need a new. You might need a new laptop. You know, might need a new. Well, no, it's only a year old. That's the thing that really upsets me about the whole thing. Kind of pisses me off, to be honest. (laughs) It's only a year old. That's frustrating as hell. If it's only a year old. It hasn't been running well. But we have like right. five laptops here at home. We have everything from like a Windows XP to a to we've, we've saved all of our old laptops. So Thursday right. and Friday show, I did it on our last generation laptop. Actually, it's second okay. laptop. My mom that, has a new one and fine. I have a new one. Mom got a laptop right. about six months ago and I got mine a year ago. So this one's from over about four years ago. It's just as slow as heck, but it still did the show fine for us on Thursday and Friday. Well, today I decided right. to do a Windows 10 update, and it's been doing it Excellent. for about four and a half hours now. It's at 28%. <laughs> so it's like, okay, that's how slow Okay, not going to be using that computer. <laughs> right. Well, it's okay if it's wow. running. I mean, like I said, I did it on Thursday, Friday show. It worked fine. So, to, so right. I, like 20 minutes ago, I ran up and I stole my mom's computer, which is a new computer, and right. uh, said, hey, let me borrow your computer. But then I don't have all my all my passwords are saved and I'm like I don't remember anything anymore. So I can't get into anything. It took me forever to remember all my passwords. I had to change three passwords to get into everything I needed to do here. So it's just been one of those days, you know. Okay. But I'm good. Cool. I'm good. How's your weekend been? Excellent. How's everything in beautiful downtown uh Las Vegas. Were you in Las town Vegas. this weekend? Um uh yeah, no, I hung out with some friends and um and uh, uh, things are going really well. Uh, you know, we're just we're talking about a whole bunch of stuff, and and because there's uh, a whole bunch of good stuff happening in my life and in Katie's life as well. well talk about that so, for a second. Cause um, we have two callers on the line already, and I'm going to go talk to them for really? a second while you share with everybody all your good news, and I'll see who's on the phone. Okay. Excellent. Talk about your life. I'm not sharing anybody. <sighs> I'm not sharing my good news. I can't talk about oh, it. Oh, one just hung up already. They got scared. Go, I was going to go talk oh. to them. So one hung up already. Wow. <laughs> I think the other Susie no, Q. We'll no. get to Susie Q in a little bit. So I think um, Yeah, 347 347- 347- 989- 989- 0126. Uh, yeah, right. if you want to call in and talk about whatever. Uh, anything you want to talk about. This is standing on my soapbox. So come over here and stand on your soapbox. 
Um, and seriously, whatever you want to talk about, we don't, we don't care. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, no, I just got a bunch of good energy going with, um, with, uh, jobs and, and stuff in, in in my life and in, in Katie's. Um, uh, yeah, there's, it's, it can't really, I I don't like talking about stuff and it's not that it jinxes it. It's just that bad energy then tends to get into the mix. So, you know, and I, I don't need any, I don't need any haters as a, a part of, you know, my career or, or my fiance's career. So, um, oh, yeah. so we try to, we try to keep it to a minimum as far as, you know, what we're saying, but, um, it's some really good stuff. Uh, and, uh, cool. and it's, it's just, you know, and yeah, it's, it's comforting to, because, uh, um, uh, a while back, uh, uh, we both made the decision to head to California and cause that's where all the big jobs are cast out of. And, right. you know, you kind of, you kind of have to be there in order to get in on those things. So, um, you know, I, I know a lot of people have been booking from their, you know, smartphones and, and, you know, laying in their beds sick you know, I, I understand that, but when it comes down to it, you know, you really got to, you know, meet the producers and you really got to meet the people that sure. are actually going to hire you. So, you know, it's, it, it's good to do that. They can, you know, see your face and see what, how you've changed because we all change. So, you know, and, and, uh, but my, my talent, sorry, I haven't, I don't mean to be arrogant, but my talent hasn't changed. Um, you know, it's just my face has. So, um, and, and it's, and it's been, uh, a little bit of a difficult run here with my agents and my agents are freaking great. I freaking love them. Um, and they've always had my back and it's like they, you know, for the past two years, I've been with great talent in Chicago and they also have a satellite office in, in, uh, Los Angeles. And, and I, and they've been trying to place me and it's been just kind of tough. Um, I'm not, not what I was before, which I'm willing to accept. It's like, I, I used to kind of have this cherub thing going and at least that's how it's been explained to me. Um, and now I'm, 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 I'm older, dude. I'm, (laughs) I'm a man. Did you shave this weekend? (laughs) You said you haven't shaved in a while. That'll help. Did you shave? Oh no. Yeah, no, dude. I, I I freaking, Oh no, I haven't. (laughs) I didn't shave. Like you saw me twice and I hadn't shaved. <laughs> I hate the shave, time. dude. I hate <laughs> it. I hate it, but it does make and, me look a lot older. Yeah, I no, I shaved this weekend. Yeah, no, I just, I like, I, it was my, my, it wasn't getting itchy, but it was getting really scraggly and really like homeless looking type. Like I had my mustache <laughs> wasn't even a mustache anymore. My mustache was growing over my lips. So it's, it, it was getting really kind of, it was a flavor taster you know, all of a sudden. A flavor <laughs> taster, they call it oh no. Flavor. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I, there was pieces of cheese hanging off of it and stuff. So, you know, yeah, I, I had to stop and, uh, and, and, and my skin underneath is, is kind of freaking out. Cause it's like, wait a minute you know we had this this covering and now we don't and it, and it's like it my skin's just like not used to it because it literally has been two months since i shaved so oh my goodness yep I, i'm with you yep. i hate to shave i am with yeah, you. yeah I don't, I don't know what it is uh, you know I, I i should shave more often but um but i just i get to a point where i'm like nah i don't want to <laughs> I just I don't want to, and there's a lot of people, especially artists, that that get that way. You know, I mean, you you look around like guys like Stephen Colbert when he's not working, he's full beard, and you know oh, yeah. guys like David Letterman. David Letterman decided he's done with shaving. He's, he's Dude, done. David Letterman you know? can have and, a small squirrel living in his beard. That thing is so big. Oh anymore. no, he probably does. He absolutely probably does. That that beard is getting like ZZ Top long. Yeah, no, dude. He's, and it, I think it looks great. I'm like, that's that's awesome, and I'm glad he did it because you know, for 40 years, I watched him on TV, and you know, he was always clean shaven, always. Right. And now, you know, it's like it's a completely different dude. 
you know, he's, it, it literally is down to like ZZ Top Line. So. All right. Well, we've got 10 minutes into it. Let's go ahead and jump into a little bit of topics here. Susie Q, we see you out there. We'll get you on in a bit. If anybody else wants to call, 347 989 We have uh, our neighbors to the north are having an election today. It is election day in Canada. And they're having okay. a pretty nasty fight between the conservatives and the liberals. Justin Trudeau is up for re-election. He's had a couple of gaffes over the last couple of years that have put him in a little bit of danger. Um, he's running against their conservative person, who I think his name is Sear or something. Let me find out his name real quick. Um, Andrew Shear, uh, Trudeau is running against. So kind of... Uh, Going to see what happens there. there it's, it says one of the nastiest elections they've had in a while, um, according to their veteran Canadian pollster company and Nano's Research. They said it's just a desert from a public policy point of view right now. So they're expecting to be kind of nasty. It's been tied in all of the polls. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, with, with as much as we're going through conservative and liberal, it'll be interesting to see what happens at the end of the day today. Interesting stuff up in Canada. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I think that Justin has done a good job. I, I, I kind of missed something there, dude. Sorry. Uh, what, what, okay. what, the, what's the election about? Is it again? Well, I it's, mean, it's, I think Justin's con- done a great job. So. Right. It's for prime minister and for a couple other things. And it's, um, it's a parliament very much like England's a parliament. So they not only have to win the election, um, but they also have to win a majority party. So they're really interested to see how it's going to go. Because Justin right. had a couple of, of non-governing non, um, missteps. He had a thing about blackface. He got caught in a while ago, which I don't even want to go there because that's been done a jillion times. Uh, and then he did um, supposedly kind of a squeezed out or did something with one of his cabinet members where he didn't really give them all the information because they just weren't getting along or something. None of them were really policy related. I think all his policies, like you said, have been pretty good, but he's had right. some missteps. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And they just have the same thing. We have a very polarized um, elector right now of conservative versus liberal. So it'll be interesting to see who comes out, all their polling has said it's going to be a very, very close election, and they just don't know how it's going to go. So I hope I hope Trudeau gets back in. I really like him as a person. He, Like you said, he has done really good stuff, I think, for the government there overall. His missteps have been primarily outside of government. So we'll see what happens. Our neighbors he's done, to the north. He's done, yeah, no, he's done a really good job with immigration coming in from the United States. Because there are right. a ton of us that are like, you know, I'm tired of this place. So <laughs> there exactly. are there are a whole bunch of people that that left after 2016. So I know people that I actually moved all the way running moved across. There's a lot of running, but never mind. That's I'm going off topic there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so no, he's a good, he's a good dude. Hey, we can we can jump into clothes if you want to. Uh, my my suede pumas. Uh, you suggested this that I pour coffee all over them, and then I accidentally poured coffee on the other puma. So now I have matching stained pumas. So it's actually kind of cool. It looks like it's part of the design, right? They put it looks a little like bit of it's color absolutely looks it. like it's nice. part of the design of of the shoe. I told you. I am like a broken clock, I'm dude. I'm I'm right twice a year, um, so nice. twice a day. I'm 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 right. So that was uh, just equally stain the coffee over it all, and you're going to have a cool design on your Puma. So good. I'm mm-hmm. glad you're not embarrassed by them yeah, anymore. No, I'm you're not going to wear be- them to the trash. I'm tempted because it's just a drop on each shoe. So it's a mm-hmm. splatter drop though. So I'm tempted to go along the sides and get, you know, the sides of it and, and hit the heels. I'm tempted with some coffee, just kind of splatter. Dude, it. Maybe use just, a straw. Go full on Da Vinci. Just take a paintbrush and paint the heck, whatever design you want. With nice. Coffee. All over those. Oh, things. dude, these were such nice so suede shoes, man. They were so retro and <laughs> so freaking comfortable. Oh, and they look nice. nice, dude. I could wear them with other, you know, other leathers. 
Oh, man. Whatever. You were presentable in public, huh? I like it. Very, yeah. very cool. Yeah, now they're they're a little thrashed. But, um, yeah, so you like his running shorts is what you were talking about just now. <laughs> I like him in running shorts. I don't necessarily like him. No, you like him shorts. in running shorts. <laughs> <laughs> he has nice legs, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I like anyway, shorts. You that. like him in running shorts. Oh, my goodness gracious. Where do we go on that? Who, who led us there? Was that me or you? I don't we know. We could go to uh, Crime After Crime, which was a song that was released uh, about a week ago that I'm just catching up on. Uh, Crime After Crime is a parody of Time After Time, Cindy Lauper's Time After Time. And uh, it, it has every lyric in it, dude. I don't know if you have heard it. Um, we should play it and we should talk over it. It's freaking hysterical. And I don't know who the artist is that's singing it, but her voice is amazing. She hits it. And well, let's, the way let's she sings, play it uh, and let's talk about it. And I'll look oh, up. Oh, cool. So you got it. You got it lined up. Nice. Nice. I that is it. funnier than hell. All right. This is a Trump parody called Crime After Crime to the tune <laughs> of Cindy Lauper's Time After Time. And I'll look up the author. We'll talk about over it here. Here we go. <laughs> Listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails. If Russia, if China, if someone else offers you information on the opponent, should they accept it or should they call the FBI? I think you might want to listen. China should start an investigation into the Biden. <laughs> Sound of the locking up bars. Oh, the, oh, the jail doors. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, oh, that man, was Ben Houston uh, doing a parody of. Yeah, Trump. you can. You I can see it, it on YouTube. You can see it on YouTube if you want to grab it and, and check it out. It's really funny. Listen to it. Well, and it goes over He's everything insane, we're talking about now this. too, and we have. Uh, Can't Mulvaney. help it. <laughs> Dude, these lyrics are hilarious. It's great. I mean, we have Rick Mulvaney on Friday admitting to the quid pro quo and then trying to back it up. That's been the talk of the town all weekend long, which is really helping right. the House Democrats kind of zero in 
what they're going to do in this uh, uh, trip um, impeachment. I mean, impeachment inquiry. They're all just twisting themselves in pretzels trying to talk about this. Mulvaney was on Chris um, Wallace on Fox News this weekend trying to backtrack, and Chris just doesn't let anybody, Republican or Democrat, off the hook. And he just said, but you said that it was a quid pro quo. You said it's one of the three things. Said, no, there's two things. Said, no, you said it was one of the three things. Well, I said that, but what I meant was, and he was just in pretzels on it. Wow. So that was pretty damning, I thought. Um, and it's it just, it talks about everything that's going on. I still want to know, I still want to know what they're hiding if this is their distraction. If, right. if they're like, hey, we're corrupt as hell. Here you go. Here's all our corruption. Uh, what are you actually hiding? <laughs> right. If you're not exactly. hiding your corruption, what what actually are you hiding? So, yeah, I, I don't know, dude. I, I think there's some that out shady loud. stuff he, going he on. He just thinks if he says it in public, it's not illegal. <laughs> if, he, <laughs> if he just admits everything he does, it's not illegal. Oh, I'm telling you I'm doing it. And I'm the president. Uh, uh, I can do okay. anything I want to. Remember, I can shoot yeah, a guy no, in Fifth Avenue and nothing would happen at all. Yeah, so, no, yeah, you can't. Um, Actually, if he shot a guy on Fifth Avenue, he'd probably be arrested right then for murder. So He would hope. He would hope. But he can't yeah. be indicted as a president. So who knows? Um, mm. which does, we've never challenged that law, which is something needs right. to be challenged. So we'll see what happens with it. I mean, they had five depositions last week in the House from different ambassadors and other people basically saying the Ukraine thing that Trump assigned Rudy Giuliani. They all, all the career diplomats had to go through Giuliani to Ukraine to try to get this jump on stuff on Biden first. I mean, just everyone's admitting. Oh, Judy, since we're speaking of Rudy, you know that I love a good song parody by. Randy Rainbow, who does great, he's been doing Trump uh-huh. parodies. No, I freaking love Randy Rainbow, dude. Yeah, no, he I, I love him. He has a new Giuliani one to the does tune he? of Abba, <laughs> and we'll play oh, that excellent. one too and go over Giuliani in the back here. So it's a little longer, but it's a lot of fun. So we're having a little fun playing clips today. Let's do a little Randy Rainbow, uh, Rudy Giuliani parody. Here we go. We are back and joined now by a central figure in the whistleblower complaint, as well as in many of my personal nightmares, former mayor and soon-to-be former lawyer of basically former President Donald Trump, human hand grenade Rudy Giuliani. Hey, girl. I'm glad I'm on tonight because what you just said is totally erroneous. Well, I don't. I don't work here. Um, Mr. Mayor, you are under intense scrutiny for your efforts to pressure the Ukraine into investigating Joe Biden. Let me tell you what happened, okay? Whatever. What, what happened is that I was investigating this incredible story about Joe Biden, that he bribed the president of the Ukraine in order to fire a prosecutor who was investigating his son. Do you have proof of these allegations? Yes. 2018, there is a finding by a court in the Ukraine that a man named Chalashenko, Lashenko, James Franco, something like that, he produced a phony <laughs> affidavit. Speaking of phony, awkward dimwits, let's get back to you. Sir, did you ask the Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? No, actually I didn't. I asked the Ukraine to investigate the allegations that there was interference in the election of 2016. Okay, let me, um, let me rephrase the question. Did you ask the Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? Of course I did. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Sir, did you ask the Ukraine to look into Joe Biden? No, I didn't ask him to look into Joe Biden. I asked him to look into the allegations that related to my client, which tangentially involved Joe Biden. Joe Biden's son to get $1.5 billion. And because they're Democrats, you won't cover it. I've been listening to you, and of crap you are full. And you want to cover some ridiculous charge. Standing there with your eyes bulging out of your skull. You have no idea how big this is. Look at you now in the center ring, covering how you've been yentering with Ukraine. Are you crooked or just insane? Why do you keep selling bullshit to us? Won't be long before you're under the bus. Giuliani, here you go again. Lie, lie, how can we believe you? Giuliani, 
song crime after crime good stuff oh let's see where should we go to I'm, next i'm still um, wondering about giuliani man I, i'm you know dude this is the guy that during 9-11 when the buildings came down uh, you know he was all over that first responder stuff and and mayor of new york and it's like I, you know we all had massive respect for, well, for before that, you really turned the city around. I mean, you uh, you were probably there. You cleaned after. it up. I was there. Some, it was a it was a dirty little red light district. Yeah, dude, like Times and Square. Times Square, you couldn't walk down there without. Yeah, you right. couldn't walk down Times Square. You know, before he was there, you couldn't. I mean, it wasn't really. I mean, it was still there was still tourism, but dude, there were like people pissing in the streets and drug deals going on and all sorts of exactly. stuff. They cleaned it 25 up. 25-cent movie theaters on every block yeah. and all sorts of yeah. uh, hookers and everything. And he really cleaned the area up quite a bit. He done he did a lot of good. And he was a district attorney for the Southern District of New York, a federal attorney who is now the one investigating him. I mean, how do you well, get I, I, that Reverse. I don't mind I don't mind I'm, the hookers. I don't mind the hookers so much down in Times Square. I mean, you know, people – uh, women should have the right to make any money, uh, you know, any way they want to. So that's why there's areas, you know, in, across the country where prostitution is actually legal, um, including the area that I'm in r- right now. So, um, uh, you know, I, I, say I, Nevada I don't is the only that. state I know of. You know, other states. I got a visit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I don't. So yeah, Nevada. Um, yeah. Nevada is it. So. Um, but, you know, uh, but as far as, uh, you know, all the rest of the – and just like – it was just all sorts of people down there that were just kind of like, you know, they would – what do they call them? Hoodlums. You know, I, I just like – you know, I, and, and it's now you can go down there and, and it's just it's just partying all the time. You know, it's like one big, you know, happy place. So um, it's it's really – yeah, he changed everything, and, and, and like and, – and we had mad respect for him. And and then all of a sudden, like now, I, dude, he's a vampire. I don't even. I'm like, the, what? What is this? What happened to this dude? So you know, it's. Uh, I, I just had a problem with with him, you know, defending all of this and and not being like defending, you know, the the country and being actually absolutely well, you patriotic. Know, everybody that gets pulled into 45's orbit. I mean, Lindsey Graham was always 
very partisan, but he was never he's not anymore. like he's been for the last three years. He is just now he's vile and just really, really takes on and says everything Trump says and parrots it like law. He used to think for himself, especially when him and John except McCain for the were Syria friends. thing, except for the Syria yeah. thing. He's got a problem with with pulling out of Syria. But, you know, right. other than that, yeah, he's been parroting 45 the whole time. Right. And it's it's just Trump brings people into their orbit and they feel he, he's got enough power that they are scared to death of him, that they don't want to get primary. That's the trouble with politics. Instead of having term limits, these guys want to be there forever and they're all about conserving their power. And so they're afraid that he will get someone to run against them and they might lose their power and their their gig. So he's got everyone such a lockstep in line that it's I've never seen such sycophantic behavior in all of politics. I mean, everybody tries to suck up to the boss at one point or another, but this is really, really extreme what we've been seeing the last three years. And uh, someone said the other, I forget the way they said it, but it's like a president is eight years, but a senator is forever, something like that, because a senator can really be there forever. Um, you right. got to think long as long term as he's voted in when you're talking your career. Yeah. But I mean, once you what are they going to do once this guy's gone and everyone realizes what a train wreck this actually was? How do you how do you keep your legacy going after that? You don't. So I think people are, are really I think, it's, I think it's the demise of the GOP is what we're currently seeing, at least yeah. what, it, what it used to stand for. You know, it used to actually stand for values and, and you know, uh, um, uh, low deficit, the, the community, low and, deficit, yeah, and, all sorts and of things. bringing yeah. down the, yep, yep. I, I, it's just gone so far the other direction that it's just, it's, uh, you know, ludicrous. So, very wild, very, very wild. Um, another big news item over the weekend was. One of the things Mulvaney said when he admitted to the quid pro quo on Friday is he announced that the G7 was going to go to Trump Doral, which the president had talked about back at the other G7 in France. And we talked about it a bit on Friday that we couldn't right. believe he was actually going yeah, then, to flaunt this. Right. Um, and, but then he but then and, he turned and said no. The that president it's not going to happen there. That it's going to happen Saturday it. night. Yeah, yeah. At, at Camp David. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I think, it, it, you know, that's what Camp David was designed for. <laughs> that's where they should have all of their meetings, all of their – that's what it's designed for. That's what it's set up for. So you don't have it at a private resort. <clears throat> well, they've just been twisting themselves in pretzels on this thing, trying to explain it. And there was – I mean, there were so many reasons why he shouldn't have had it there. And Mulvaney actually said in that same interview with Chris Wallace that he was – they were surprised the blowback they got for wanting to have it there, for picking that resort. It's like, dude, they talked about it when he announced it two months ago in France that it would be a bad right. idea. And you guys yep. doubled down on it like you do on everything else. Everyone knew it was a bad idea. Um, Chris Hayes on MSNBC had a live show on Friday night and invited Stephanie Rule on, who I love. I think Stephanie is a very smart woman especially when it comes to finance and everything. She has a couple of her own shows on MSNBC. But she was saying, because one, one of the things that Mulvaney touted in his press conference was, we're doing it at cost. We're not going to make any money off this. He's going to do it totally at cost for everyone. And like Stephanie Rule was saying, is, no, you're not. Because one, you're going to, there's no helipads there. So you're going to probably get some helipads and put that somewhere on the golf course. Then you're going to have to repair the golf course, and that's what he's betting on because the golf course is in such low repair there that he's going to charge the government for all these repairs Dude, before and afterwards. Been, that the yeah, government no, that thing's pay. always been in, in disrepair. Right. That golf course and is so horrible. So if he made no cash money, he would have the government pay for all the repairs he needed to get this up. And another thing she said that I thought was hilarious, he says, Trump Durrell has two presidential suites, and he's been – quoting this as we have all these great bungalows you can go to he's like so we're going to have the president of uh of germany the president of france stay in a nice two-bedroom <laughs> double bungalow, bungalow instead of yeah no actually actually the bungalows no dude the bungalows over at trump Doral, they're they're actually pretty sweet it's like having a house 
it really is like okay. having, and it's, you know, even, even the two bedrooms are big. Um, it's set up for, for people. I'm trying to think of who was staying there when, when we were, uh, across the street, uh, dude, I, I think it was P Diddy. I don't, I don't actually know. Um, I, I'm thinking that was who it, it, anyway, really, really elite people stay there. So they're right. actually pretty nice. The golf course, however, is a bunch of crap. Right. Well, that was one of the funny things that I was listening to Limbaugh today when I was running around doing errands. So I always try to listen to conservative radio when I'm in the car, just because I like to hear what they're saying on things. And he was twisting himself under pretzel trying to defend this. And he was doing such a backhanded compliment of Trump. He didn't even realize he said, you know, this whole Doral thing is a mess. Trump was not trying to make money off this. Money is not his big thing. His, he is the hospitality guy, and he just likes to show off his properties, and he just wanted everyone to come see what a beautiful <laughs> resort he has there. It's like, so you're basically oh. saying the guy's a narcissist, which everyone else is saying, that he has to say, look at my shiny pennies that you don't have, nanner, nanner. So he was trying to defend Trump and made him sound even worse, I thought, and kind of stupid, which I thought was hilarious. He he's he's insane, narcissistic, off, and off. can't help it is the lyric from Crime After Crime. He's insane, narcissistic, exactly. and can't help it. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, to see where they go now, but I'm glad that they – he even said – then today, of course, he doesn't double down. He triples down everything. He's in a news conference today when he held his cabinet meeting and says, yeah, well, we shouldn't even pay attention to that phony emoluments, emoluments clause. It's like, dude, that phony wow. emoluments clause is part of the U.S. Constitution. Constitution, <laughs> it has yeah. Its own article and things like, it's phony. You're calling the the Constitution phony when it relates to you? Like, come on, get be at least a little serious. So yeah. It's this been, is who it actually relates to. It's this type of administration that the Constitution relates to. So exactly. uh, it's why it was written, so that this type exactly. of administration doesn't get to do everything they want to do. I mean, our founding fathers were so uh, concerned about it, they wrote it into the Constitution. That means that there was concern right. about it. Um, so, yeah. So that's been an interesting little thing. Ooh, did you hear about um, – Mitt Romney's secret Twitter account? No. Oh my God! No, I haven't heard developing. About so I haven't heard too much about it yet. But I right. guess Mitt Romney um, confirmed that he has an anonymous Twitter account that he posts under Pierre De- Delecto of all names. Pierre Delecto, D-E-L-E-C-T-O. He's turned it okay. private since he's made it to it Friday, so you can't see what he's. But he used it to like troll Trump. And to make himself look good, but he had a fake lurker Twitter account. We're talking a wow. senator and a presidential candidate had a fake Twitter account where he would use to. He's trolling people Trump with a fake make Twitter account. Wow. Can you believe that? And he's had it for um, 10 years. He's had huh. it for 10 years. <laughs> I don't. I don't like Mitt. I don't. I, I didn't like Mitt. Like I, I used to think that he might be. I, first of all, what's the name, Mitt? I don't understand. But anyway, um, glove. You couldn't. You know, go with that. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I just when 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 he was campaigning and he was in Florida, um, I literally pulled off at a rest stop just to rest. I did not pull off to hang out, you know, and have a candy bar and, and, you know, I, I literally pulled off just to rest and Katie went and used the restroom. And when she came out of the restroom, the state police, the, the, the California, I mean, the uh, Florida highway patrol had blocked off the exit and the entrance to the um, rest stop. And I'm like, Oh wow. Now I'm trapped. Now I'm friggin' trapped. I can't get out, and I can't. They wouldn't let us out. And I'm like, oh, I, what is happening? Are we? Is there something <laughs> going on that I didn't hear about? Are we under martial law? What's happening? And uh, and so I'm starting to get anxiety ridden. And like, dude, I'm not kidding. Like, I 
Dude, there had to be 600 police cars of all different oh types. It was, it was troopers. It was motorcycles. It was local and, and city police cars from all different districts of Florida. Um, and and I'm, I'm not kidding when I say 600 friggin' police cars. And then, um, and then Mitt Romney's bus, his campaign bus. And then oh behind God. his campaign bus, probably another 50 to 100 cops and in all different, you know, forms, say, uh, you know, blacked out SUVs. And then and then they actually had the symbols of whatever district they were from or whatever township. And, you know, all of, uh, it, it's just more cops behind him. I'm like, how much did that cost? And I've been sitting at this rest stop for a good 20 minutes concerned about what my next actions need to be and and in order to either you know escape <laughs> i don't i didn't know what was going on until right, after right. he passed and and i'm like wow. you wasted all of my time and all the people's times in this rest stop just just our time you have no idea what we're worth you have no idea what our half hours are worth what our hours are worth what what we actually missed because, you know, maybe we're trying to get to a place where there's a dying relative. And I got to wait for 25 fucking – oh, my God. I just swore, dude. I am so sorry. You were doing I gotta wait so for 25 good minutes. last week. I was doing so well. It's just that I'm on a rant, and I was, and I was pissed at that time. You got to wait for 25 <laughs> minutes for, for Mitt Romney to drive by? I was like, not getting my vote. He just lost my vote. And I don't know how much money it cost for – I had to have all of those police officers because that's taxpayer money, too. So they have all of those units freaking driving down the street and driving down the expressway with them, driving down the 95. Right. We were on the 95. Right. Well, if, he's run, so. if he was running for – if it was his campaign money, it wasn't taxpayer money, but still, just the inconvenience is annoying. And when we get stuck by a oh, president's motor tater something – you think he paid for all those then cops? It's tax, then it's tax money. No, you think he but. paid for all those cops? He didn't pay for all those cops, dude. We paid yeah. for all that shit. Oh, again, I'm well, sorry. he pays his bills, though. <laughs> I mean, sorry, they, they, charge his, they could charge his campaign. He'd pay his bill. If it was 45, he wouldn't pay his bill. But they, they charge nice. for all that. They charge but, the campaign. But, Mitt, but Mitt, you think, paid his bill. Pay, all right. bill. Exactly. Right. But anyway, yeah, 45 he's just a normal Republican. I can deal with him. I don't have as big of a problem with him. Oh, uh, he wasted funny my time. For 10 years, he was trolling. Because he's such the Mormon goody-goody boy. And to find out he's right. been trolling people for 10 years. He's been trolling for 10 years. me up. I just thought it was too fun. <laughs> hey, Susie Q wants to jump in and talk to us for a bit. Let's go ahead and bring Susie Q on the line. Susie Q, thanks for calling in. How you doing, darling? Well, my goodness, I'm I'm just gonna drive you nuts. I guess every day, Monday through Friday. I don't know. We like it. <laughs> this seems we to be like my it. my whole focus. Okay, now I'm taking it to a different route, but I think it's worth listening to. Um, go ahead. I used to watch All in the Family. You know, and uh-huh. I mean, Mary. How are children. you, Susie? Honey, I'm I'm well today. I'm much much better, much okay. better. Okay. Now, back when we watched Married with Children with Ed O'Neill, and right. then mm-hmm. after that, he did a movie called Dutch, and we were all shocked because it was like a real movie, and like now he's in Modern Family. Well, there's a line right. in Dutch that I think is worth everything. Okay. Uh, the the kid is privileged, and Ed O'Neill loves his mother, and he takes his uh, taxi cab and goes to pick the kid up at his privileged school, and the mom says they'll get to know each other, right, on the ride. So the kid right. is pulling his privilege, you know, S-H-I-T, and... Ed O'Neill it's okay. I just swore. Him. I just swore like twice in in under thirty seconds. So okay. you can swear if you want to. Okay. So Ed O'Neill looks at the kid in the front seat with him and says something. Now I may I may misquote it a little, but it's to the effect of, "Hey kid, what makes you think you had anything to do with what crotch you were yanked out of?" Ooh, I like that. That's good. Is that That's a, good a point. great one? That All is. over the world. All over the world. Nobody had anything yeah. to do with what crotch they were yanked out of. There's no royal birth. That's exactly it. right. 
privilege is, privilege is bestowed today. in a lot of ways, and birthright is one of them, but it doesn't make mm-hmm. any better than anyone else. That's a very good point. It's Absolutely funny you bring up Ed O'Neill. Not. He is actually from where I live right now, Suzy Q. He, he's from Youngstown, oh. Ohio. He played college football here, and he had a business here. And he comes back quite yeah. a bit. I saw him at breakfast a couple, uh, about a year or so ago. Um, but he is very good to his old hometown. Um, comes back He's quite an amazing a bit. So human being. Out. Dutch, it's yeah. called, you said? He's Dutch. Dutch. Oh, my God, it's worth watching. It is so worth watching. But that line in there was worth everything. What, yeah, you know, but, he was, um, Seuss, um, uh, the, the whole, yeah. Um, right. I'm trying to think of what I was actually trying to say. Sorry. Okay, I, that's all right. <laughs> but I love it. Where, where does anyone fried. think that they're a higher born than anybody? How, how does right. it exist? Because you well, have nothing exists, to do with it. That exists in society. Yeah, but that exists in, from a society's point of view. But not Nepotism for every person, exists because of, because of society. I we know, but at, the like, person we look at the who thinks of different the person people that, I know, but wait a minute. those people as, I know, as but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Celebrity. I understand what you're saying. I know what or you're saying, but just even. listen. But listen for a minute. The, the, the human themselves have nothing to do with it. So there's no pride, no lineage, no nothing. It, it could have been any crotch anywhere on earth at any right. time. Right, but, but for somebody like Prince William, it wasn't any crotch. It was a royalty's crotch. But he so, had nothing like to word. do with it. He <laughs> had nothing to do with it. Nothing. No, absolutely nothing. But then society yeah. went, oh, wait, that's Prince William. So I know, we're the I ones know, but that, that are, doesn't that matter if you talk to right. each well, person. Well, it's also what you do with it, too. There's, there's, there's no problem oh, being, being privileged. It's how you react to it and how you... And how use you that. actually use it to, yeah, to better society as opposed to, you know, continuing to yeah. destroy it, which is what we're yeah. seeing a lot of people of privilege doing. I knew one parent. That, itself is I knew one parent. I knew ahead, one parent. I knew one parent that would open the door in the morning and put her kid out the door onto the step and say, see the world out there? That's your life. That's your life out there, and it's yours. You have no royal birth. <laughs> Every morning or whenever yeah, the nice kid morning. was being a brat. <laughs> <laughs> or whenever the kid was being a brat. <laughs> yeah. You Kids have brat. no hey, hey, get outside, royal stand on the birth. Stoop, and, yeah, go out. Go out. There's, there's your world. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I never and the tried kid that type of discipline there. on my daughter. The kid would stand there with his socks in his hand, and he can't even nice. look into the Little sun. Yeah. <laughs> Little backpack. Yeah. That's a very good perspective, Susie Q. I appreciate you sharing that. You're right. Okay, people... that's just what I wanted to say. And love you guys. Love you guys. Love well, you guys. Well, love you too. We'll go ahead and put you back in listen mode here. Thanks so much for calling in. We'll hopefully hear from you tomorrow. Thanks, Susie. Okay. Okay, later, Gators. Appreciate you. She is so sweet. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. Yeah, she's right. I like though. callers I mean, like that. Three four. Just I'm me. sorry. Three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. I was just going to throw that there out you go. there. You have about ten minutes left. Give us a call. Ten minutes. Three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six. Yeah, she's right. Privilege. No one. No one. Some people get privileged just by their birthright, but it's but it doesn't mean they're any better than anyone else, no matter what. It's how what right. they do with it and what their attitude is towards it. So, yep, very very true. Oh, uh, let's see. What yeah, else? and, and yeah, they had nothing to do with it. They had nothing to do with it because you know they were just yanked from somebody's somebody's crotch, and it could be anybody. Um, but they happened to be you know yanked from a particular crotch, and the rest of society looks at it and goes, "Oh wow, that's the DNA of so and so, and they must be as talented or whatever it is that draws." Can you hear me, dude? 
Yeah, you faded out for a second. That's okay. You're back. You're back. Am I back? Uh, yep. I don't even know what I was saying. You were just you were just talking about the privilege thing. You're fine. Just jump on. Keep going. Train of thought. And, yeah. No. Um. I just. Uh. Uh. I don't even know what I was saying. Yeah, no, I, when I lose my train of thought, dude, you know I lose my train of thought. But um, it's gone. Oh no, that we all that we all, you know, from from a societal point of view are like, oh, that person is DNA. That that's that person's DNA. So they must right. be as talented or they must be, you know, as gifted as the celebrity that we see their their parent as. So, you know, that that's us doing that. That's not, you know, a baby being born it can be born to anybody. So, you know, it's just that they're born to that particular family. So that's where the privilege right. comes in. No, they're exactly. given that privilege by us. You know, we're like, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of an example um, of a, of a really good artist um, uh, that uh, I'm trying to think. Um, what's her face? Um, oh, man. Uh, I, I, I just, it doesn't matter. Um, so like I told you lately, I've been having the worst times with names, dude, the worst time. Um, but, um, can we go on to something? Yeah, we can go on anything you want. What do you want to, we can, uh, you just totally lost it. You just lost all trains of thought. There's not one I just train left the station, my gone, friend. Dude. They have all left the station. Oh, oh my, my brain cells are popping like crazy. That is hilarious. My synapses are firing going, dude. Um, but, I mean, I can just I shift to the weather if I need to. I pop culture at all this weekend. Anything happen in pop culture this weekend that I missed? No. Uh, William H. Macy vi- visited Felicity Huffman again. Um, and she seems to be extremely stylish in her in her prison garb. Um, she's wearing uh, green instead of orange. Haven't seen her in orange yet. And she's got like this little white hat and, and she's got these sunglasses and she's got a little belt and she's all nice and, and her shirt's tucked in and she's looking good. <laughs> I don't nice. know. Maybe she'll change the style that, that is, you know, prison garb. So maybe that'll well, be I guess it. since we talked on Friday, four other people in the pay-to-play um, scheme have switched have gotten... from not guilty to guilty verdicts, including yep. two today. Two over the weekend yep. and two today decided to uh, change over to guilty. So we'll see what happens with uh, uh, Aunt Becky. But, yeah, two of them are <laughs> kind of worried. They're, they're expecting they're going to get some jail time, all of them that switch over to guilty because they're yep. all a little bit uh, – yeah, kind of kind of interesting. Yeah, all so. those uh, all the people. I don't know if people know this, but the people that were at the top of this pyramid over at USC have been indicted. They have been charged, and some of them are because there's multiple entities in this. There's multiple individuals, um, and who are involved in this scam. And they have all been – the people that are at the top of the food chain or at the top of the pyramid have all been um, uh, charged. And that was part of the, the plea deal that the one guy made um, in order he, – he's the one that gave him the 13 names and that, that Felicity Huffman and, and um, uh, Lori Laughlin were both on. So, right. um, you know, he, that was part of his plea deal so that he didn't have to serve, you know, what, 100 years in jail. So, you know, for, for the scam that he pulled. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a sad thing. And, I'm, and like you said, we, so far, Huffman's the only one that's done it with any class and dignity um, yep. and humility with it. So we'll see what happens yep. uh, as everything else kind of goes through. Yeah, and but, she got started on her community service earlier. And that's what we were talking about that on another show. Um, that she had literally the day after she got sentenced, she immediately went over and was um, at a teen uh, halfway house or a teen rehabilitation center. And, uh, and she was there for a good eight hours. So she's already knocking off eight hours of her community service before she was serving her sentence in, in jail. And I thought that was just really smart. I think it was a great move, you know, to, to get that stuff started knocking off and to take it seriously, you know, that she's like, you know, okay, yes, I'm, I have to do these things and I'm doing them, you know, the best way that, that she can. She is using her celebrity in order to make it a, a better deal and for not for her, but for the people that she is around 
and the people that she is, you know, like I said, she's going to a teen rehab center. And I don't, you know, she's there to talk to people and she's there. I don't know what she was doing. She, she might be cleaning. She might be doing all sorts of stuff in order to, you know, help them have a better life while they're in there. So I think it's cool. Right. I think the way that absolutely you said dignity, I think that's something that, you know, it's pretty important here. So that she handled it the right exactly. way. Where Lori yeah, Laughlin, on the other hand. <laughs> yeah, not so much. <laughs> oh, I just I don't feel sorry for her, dude. You know my deal with Lori. I, I don't feel sorry for her at all. All of them know. All everybody that's on Fuller House knows that the money came from every which way. So it came directly from there. They would not have any ratings if it wasn't for Every Which Way, which was a non-union production. And uh, they got some of the highest ratings that Nickelodeon has ever gotten and completely dished, completely dissed. Um, They don't get any residuals, and it's currently on Hulu. So everybody at Fuller House knew that because they know that they didn't get any ratings since 1980-whatever-the-hell when they were on in the first place. Never got any ratings on Nickelodeon until Every Which Way. So, and it was solely because of Every Which Way that they got ratings because they were on immediately afterwards. So all of that money that they got for Fuller House is the blood money that Viacom got for Every Which Way. So, and it wasn't paid to the right people. And this is what Lori Laughlin does with her money that she's – currently you know, freaking getting so you know i i just oh dude that it's so frustrating and i'm like okay well you got nailed for spending your blood money the wrong way you gotta you gotta add it back you can't you can't you gotta pay it forward you can't you can't try to you know use it it doesn't right. so i i'm so i i'm like you know she's getting she's getting what she needs to get and i hope the rest of the cast hears it and i hope the rest of the cast sees it so well, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. I've agreed with you all along, but it also, as I've said all along, too, it's not you're you're out to make your best deal possible for you. And unfortunately, the people of Inventory, you can willingly sign Every contracts to not get residuals. And these guys are taking advantage of a money. Well, they didn't have a choice. They don't, so you don't have a choice. You don't, I'm sorry, dude. You do not have a choice to not sign the you contract. Have a choice. You don't you have, have a choice. choice. Not to do no, no, no. You don't have a choice. Yeah. It's either sign the contract or don't work. No, exactly. dude. It's it's, it's the exactly no. Right. It's either sign the contract or don't do the job. So, are you going right. to tell an actor to not do the job? Are you serious for what is becoming a number one uh, Nickelodeon show? No, dude. Right. But what I'm needed saying... to be done is the producers needed to pay their actors. That's what needed to be well, done, uh, and they didn't do. Hundred percent agreed. But I mean, nobody. You you have to take some personal responsibility too. That you've that you've said, okay, I'm going to take this. With that, you can't use it over everyone's head for the rest of rest of creation. Dude, it's, either take, it's either take the contract as is or don't do the job. So you're telling an actor right. to not do their job. That's all we do is act, man. That's all we do. We can't do anything else. We seriously cannot do that. anything else. So, you know, and, and you can't say to an actor, don't do the job. I've had people pull their, I know people that pulled their kids off of these contracts once they were in them and saw that they were just being abused. Because right. that's really what's happening. Right. And, so, I, and like I said, I'm agreeing 100% with the concept. What I'm saying is that in, in acting is no different than a bricklayer or anyone else. If you decide to take a job that's, that doesn't have the best contract to you, You've decided to take the job or you don't have to take the job. As an actor, you take a job or don't take a job. As a contractor, you take a job or don't take a job. As a fast food worker, you take a job or you don't take a job. Everyone has a choice. There's a choice involved. It's not financially viable. You want to make money off of it, and so you'll take what you can get sometimes. But it's not like there isn't a choice involved. We can't say that there is no choice. And then we can't use it to go on perpetuity to say that, because I made a bad choice, everyone who's benefiting from that is taking total advantage of it. They're not. They're making money off of what they can make their money off of, and they're using that contract money. So I, I know exactly where you're coming from, that the fact that they weren't given that contract is exactly right. That was a screwy thing to do. But you have to take your, pers- your responsibility. Dude, I know actors, I know actors that, that, that are – there were four seasons. There were four seasons of this show, all right, at 20 right. episodes a season. So yeah, and that's 80 episodes, dude. I know actors that are on 80 episodes of a season. Let's just go with Game of Thrones. 
that have right. made huge, huge money, dude, huge money. And they renegotiate right. every single year because they're allowed to because it's under a Screen Actors Guild uh, approved contract is how all that right. was done. So you're allowed to. It's allotted. And, and that's what negotiating is about. These, these people that took these the, – and, and they have a whole bunch of money afterwards. They have all the residuals, and they have all the stuff afterwards where oh, yeah. the people that were on Every Which Way that signed these contracts, uh, Nickelodeon and Viacom ended up making a shit ton of money. And sorry, I'm just in a swearing mood today. Um, but a shit ton of money, $160 million over countries. And they, it only cost them $3 million to make it in the first place, to make all 20 episodes. I, I mean, all, all, all 80 episodes, because they did it non-union. Right. The, the kids, these are kids. These are 16- and 17-year-olds. By the way, there is no statute of limitations when it comes to kids. So um, you, they all, all got paid really badly. Some of them made a little bit of money so that they could survive after that. But the majority all got paid really bad money, dude, for, for they're filming okay. 10 episodes a month and they're only getting paid 3,500 bucks for 10. Episodes. No, I, I'm agreeing with you hundred percent on that. And I think by they the were, time they, they got well. done filming it takes like three months to film one season uh, or, or two months. By the time they got done filming the money that they had, that they made was already spent. They got done with 80 episodes and got back to wherever their house was after filming for two years. And they have get back to California because they had to film in Florida and they're freaking poor. And this is after being on a number one show. And I understand they signed the contract and all that. No, there has to be something for the actors. They're poor, dude. They're poor. They have to go work at a sandwich shop. They have to go work at Trader Joe's. It's like, what? What? What actor on a TV series after 80 episodes has to go work at Trader Joe's right after they get done with it? Right. No, I, like I said, I'm agreeing 100% with what you're saying and how they were treated. I was just making the point that that's what they said. And, and like every show goes, you sign these multi-length contracts. You can go it, but nobody knows if a show is going to go for four years. Nobody knows the show's going to go for three episodes. They don't go know for, No, you, you're so usually like, signing a contract just for the pilot. And just for the right. very first episode, and then you're signing exactly. for like twelve, maybe, you know, you know, you know, maybe ten, and right. and then you go and sign, you know, the next ten after you see whatever your your subscription ratings were and whatever monies they happen to make selling it to whatever streaming service they sold it to. So right. you know, or if it's a streaming service in the first place, they go based on subscriptions, and a you know, place like Netflix, freaking just they had an eleven billion dollar fourth quarter this year so right. 11 billion dollars so something and this is one of the things that gabrielle carteris did um was negotiate a contract with netflix so that they can no, no longer produce non-union work because it screwed right. the actor and that they can no longer they can no longer produce non-union work and they can no longer air non-union work so the right. production companies that are filming all these independent things, yeah, it's absolutely what needed to be done because it'll stop the independent producers. And I'm not knocking independent producers, but I am knocking them if they screw the actor and they screw their production in order to live on MacArthur Causeway. I'm not, you know, right across the, the, the street from Ricky Martin. You know, how the hell is that possible if your actor, when they get done with the show and they represented you, and now you have all this stuff to sell to other countries and make millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, how is that possible that this person's poor and working in a sandwich, working at Subway? Right. Yep. It, so, was, it was obviously a really bad contract that was accepted. That's obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. That's 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 one of the vulgarities of the business too. You can't. It's nice so, when you back have to Lori Loughlin. Well, we have two minutes. We got we went five minutes over because this is a, a good subject. I want to go into it. But uh, yeah. yeah, so Lori Loughlin will find out about here very soon. But we Coming need to up. go ahead and wrap up because we're running five minutes over. I just I wanted do. to let us oh, vent man. on that. I didn't know we were running five minutes over. Thank you for letting me vent. That's okay. I thought it was important. I thought it was important because I agree 100% that it can't be done in the future. But I, I also know that we can't 
We can't. It's it's live really in hard, especially either. in a place like a place like Florida, though, because it's right to work state. That that the, it's really hard to not take the jobs because they're the only right. jobs that are there. Nobody films sure. in Florida because there's no incentives. The government doesn't give any incentives for the film industry to want to to want to film in Florida. Okay. So. Yeah, so the only incentives are like education incentives and and uh, if you film in the Everglades. And nobody, nobody wants to film in the Everglades. Nobody. So not even the Glades filmed in the Everglades. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to film there. It's filled with mosquitoes and crocodiles and alligators and boa constrictors and panthers and just all sorts of stuff. So. All right, we'll be back tomorrow, 3 o'clock Pacific, 6 o'clock Eastern, standing on our soapbox. Please go ahead and give us a call, 347-989-0126. We will see you tomorrow. We'll play a quick uh, exit with um, Adrian Christian, all-consuming fire. But we'll be back tomorrow. Have a great night, guys. Bye-bye. Peace. Never worry. Sometimes help comes where you least expect. Don't worry. It's going to be okay. I'll see what I can do.